0: You are listening to Crent Fresh, a podcast made just for you. Remember to always stay fresh and current. Or else. <laughs>
1: Brent Fresh, the inexplicable podcast you've been begging for your whole life. My name is Ian, and it is the end of an era, wouldn't you say, Hank?
2: Yes, I would say, you know, it's time for the Roaring Twenties, break out that moonshine, and get that bathtub gin, because it's uh, time to get going. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Break
1: out those uh, those
0: buffalo coats. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm coming here live from the speakeasy. Uh, it's me, Alex. I'm making some sort of brew of, like, rat poison, and... Uh, it, it, people say it tastes like vodka, so the t- times are good. This store is doing well.
3: Yeah, good reviews. Here I am, Fred, sitting here in my fake buffalo fur jacket that I got from Colorado. And do uh, they make
1: faux buffalo? No, they don't. The faux buffalo. Faux buffalo. The um the twenties were a, a crazy time. They were like, alcohol is bad, but you know what's really good? Buffalo. Buffalo wild sauce. Yeah, and ether. What else did they like in the twenties? Uh, they didn't like OB/O war. Dens. Mercury. They were done with war for a oh, little
2: bit. Oh, they right? were really into ankles. Like people would like looking at ankles and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. That was would...
3: when the when the the dresses would come right above the so, ankle yeah. level, right? Oh, give stinky
2: leg.
0: Yeah. <laughs> see, I was in the opium den and I saw her ankles <laughs> and it, I was like, wow,
1: this reminds me of jazz. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Coca-Cola had their original recipe back then,
2: or if they still use cocaine in their cola.
1: I mean, it's. I would say so. Do you think they used cocaine when they were brewing Santa Claus?
3: (laughs) He's just like... Like like sugar, spice, and everything nice, and cocaine. (laughs)
1: Cocaine. Like I don't even know when the FDA was made, but they definitely didn't care.
2: Yeah, no way, no way. No, no, no,
1: it's medicine.
2: See, it makes you feel good.
1: How could it be bad if it makes you feel so good?
2: Now also try this uh, dietary heroin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, it's the new year, uh, new me... Uh, we're going to be modifying the current fresh format. We're going to be switching to a top tens uh, podcast from now on. We're going to be reading off all the top ten whatevers. Only top ten reactions.
2: Yeah. Sometimes we just count to ten. There's not even anything being reviewed. We've yep.
1: done
3: that already. We do a lot of number things.
2: So our first top
1: ten of the year is definitely going to be top colors of the year. Uh, there, there was a lot of colors in uh, 2019, and it, we're now nearing the end of the decade as well, so we're going to make a top ten of the decade. So. Oh. Uh, here's what we got. I'm on a website called colorlovers.com and that is not a dating site.
3: <laughs> Shout out to colorlovers.
1: Um, I'm on the uh, colorlovers uh, name the color of the year 2019. So, uh, fellas, we're going to describe your color. So, there's a box here It says describe your color. Enter a single word in each field which describes 2019. So, I-, I feel like we should just go around and uh, pick out which colors we really think made an impact this year.
0: Alright. Um, well, you know, this this year was the year of we had the uh, UFO um, invasion in Area 51, which totally, ha- totally happened in September.
1: Oh, so you're talking like kind of an alien green. Yeah. Mm. So
0: I'm thinking maybe some sort of like green, you know, like very neon and fluorescent.
1: So um, I wrote the word alien uh, down as a descriptive <laughs> word. So uh, Fred, do you have anything to add to that? So I was going to say
3: maybe like a dark plant green.
1: Oh, I'm gonna add plant. Yeah,
3: for uh, for you know saving the planet and you know Greta Thornburg and all that stuff.
2: You have two like similar shades of green. I mean, <laughs> no, honestly, like because I'm also coming in here with green because like think about it, like the lizard men, the lizard people running the big stock market or whatever. Ooh, lizard, they're green. Ooh,
3: lizard green. They're
2: lizard. they're passing money. That's green. Yep. That's uh, the lizard people uh, definitely
1: are represented by green. Um, mm-hmm. what's something else? Uh, I re- I was really impacted this year by. Um, uh, mistletoe, Ooh.
3: yeah. So like red, maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe a maybe more of green. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got one left. Does anyone have any final parting uh, descriptors?
0: Well, you know, it's been extremely um, uh, dreadful, uh, dreadful <laughs> year. <laughs> the color yeah. dreadful. Um, impending doom, something like that.
1: Okay, so color lovers is a very very smart site. It, uh, it sounds like you're describing green, it says. <laughs> so um, now we need to decide with a general hue category. You'll fine-tune your colors in the next step. So I'm going to show you guys. Uh, it's basically a choice between uh, like a, a lime green and an aqua. Oh, yeah, get that dirty blue. What are you guys feeling? I know aliens are typically kind of like a neon, so that might fall in more of the aqua category. I'm yeah, thinking more like that.
2: dirt. Like, I want like a dirty green.
1: Oh, you want like a gray? Yeah. Dirty yeah. green. You
2: know,
0: no, I could see a dirty green. Let's do
1: aliens that. can be gray. All right. Yeah, because like lizards are usually like are spotted or whatnot. Yeah, so now we're going to set our mood. It says select a mood option below to fine tune your hue choice. Ooh, mood. Uh, so they have dark, light, vibrant, dull, warm, cool, bright, muted and pale are we thinking pale. Well, where are they, nobody nobody wants to be I'm dull or muted maybe or so like... pallid pallid <laughs> oh that's
2: a powerful pallid pop
1: all right so uh we have 10 colors to choose from here the first uh six so you tell me from the left which one is the most uh verdant to you the there's only like all the one way to the green. right all the way to the right you sorry mean second <laughs> from the right okay yeah i think that one's the, the one that speaks to me most <laughs> Um, the slate gray. Yeah. So what color is that? Okay, so we found our color. Um, now we get to select a name for the color. So we've selected some popular names for the color you selected. Uh, choose your favorite or enter your own. So here are the pre-existing ones: uh, wall, no <laughs> no, gloves twenty three, white stripe,
2: gloves twenty three,
1: gloves twenty three. How about gloves sixty oh, nine? No no, 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 it's no, gotta be. No, no, like we like have
3: like to cr- do that now that it's that. Krent twenty three
1: crent 23 but but it's 2020
0: crent <laughs> 2020 Krent no it's that be crent 2020
1: crent 2020 yeah and um, describe the color. So now we have 144 uh, characters to discuss the name oh my god the... that's like when more characters
2: all right than so like...
0: imagine a land
2: imagine a land where the grass is made of plants is made of plants <laughs>
0: Um,
1: all the, of the blooming is starting to glooming. And all of the blooming is starting to glooming.
3: And all the aliens take your pants.
1: <laughs> all the aliens take your pants. Kind of comes around. Take your pants off. <laughs> and then I'm just going to write suck town. <laughs> and then, uh, Perfect. that's, pretty that's pretty our color. So, let's so, see. So, uh... I saved the color. Um, A color has been saved anonymously. Um, Yeah. So if you guys want to vote on this, I'll put a link in the uh, episode (laughs) description. You guys can uh, boost us to the top.
2: Yeah, give us good uh, good reviews for our. Give us the number one color You should do this as well and
1: send us what you got. Yeah. And uh, just so you guys know, uh, we do want to make a trip back through the year, find out what the top tens were historically. Mm. Um, Rose Tico was the color of the year in... (laughs) Uh, 2018, 54 wow. people thought it was the color of the year. Only 54? Wow! I yeah. feel like this is quite an <laughs> This is definitely to a tell of the demographic of this website. If we get half
3: of our listeners to vote on this, we win. <laughs>
1: uh, the top colors of 2017. Uh, number one was New Hope. It says <laughs> rebellions are built on hope, and we are one with the force. Is this a Star Wars? Oh my website? god! It's <laughs>
2: Star Wars.
1: And then um, there's the second most popular color is called Fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> it oh says. Boy. Uh, this color is the opposite of orange, and it's like a purple color, so I think it's like the <laughs> opposite on the end of the color wheel. Alright, that's mm. kind of funny. Um twenty sixteen. Let's see. Uh sixteen is Ray R. E. Y, so another more Star Wars. More shit.
3: Star Wars What's Ray's Wars, yeah. color?
1: I don't know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's fair. It's fucking who cares? Gray. It's Star Wars. Who cares? Whatever they, they swing a fucking glowing sword around like fucking baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Alright, alright, alright. Chill, 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 chill.
3: I'll yeah. let you disparage the, the lightsabers <laughs> but uh, not Baby Yoda not Baby Yeed. <laughs> baby no Baby Yoda sucks
2: Fuck <laughs> Baby Yoda is like the little tiny thing they're like oh nobody likes the last
0: movies where we do is they're like alright we'll get the cute alien baby in a typo like
3: you don't deserve the mouth you speak out of
1: like I don't get Baby Yoda. Like, I don't understand Fred. Can you tell me why people like Baby Yoda? Is it literally because he's a baby? Because he's cute and he drinks his chalky milk? Do you know what's no. not even Yoda? Does he even have chalky milk?
3: No, he doesn't. He does like tea.
1: What do you think like Yoda sex Some is like? You said this last time we mentioned Baby Yoda. I just like it's not a number. One
2: why don't you tell to...
3: us what it's like? Well, it was confirmed by George Lucas that he he has absolutely no clue what the species is called. So, everyone's saying, like, it's, it's not Yoda, it's not Yoda. Are you kidding? He totally does. He's just bullshitting.
2: Disney
1: <laughs> no, this was their gaggle. This order. was
3: in an interview, like,
2: he named like everything else
3: six years ago with Hayden Christensen.
2: Yoda was just born from the the moss in the forest. He walked out of it one day. It would be very painful.
1: <laughs> yeah, so speaking of things that are very painful, I got some uh, new friends for us. Um, <laughs> specifically painful is this uh, headline. Uh, this is from Reuters World News. Uh, this was posted December nineteenth. The article is called "You Dirty Rat." Zodiac window cleaners set Tokyo sparkling for the new year. So, uh, Merry Christmas, you I'll dirty you rat! i show a picture. Uh, there's two rat sonas here. What? Uh, oh, <laughs> why? why? <laughs> well, oh, one's a rat and the other one's like a mule, I think. Oh yeah. Let me uh, let me read this thing for you. Cut a glimpse of that. So, uh, Tokyo, dangling more than fifty meters above a busy Tokyo street window cleaners dressed up as a boar and a rat on thursday scrubbed windows at a downtown hotel ahead of the country's new year's festivities in its seventh year at the hotel Ryumeikan, tokyo the tradition echoes the custom of sprucing up the house at year end and comes as the international spotlight falls squarely on japan as it prepares to host the 2020 Olympic Games. That's
0: right. In Japan, you clean your house once
1: every year at the end of the year. <laughs> and you
3: put on your, your uniform
1: well, you're, for the well, end you're, of the year. Well, you're, you're dressed you're, as you're Pikachu. Animal. So yeah. this is a celebration animal of uniform. the year of the boar is coming to an end. So that's the end of the boar wars.
2: The boar... Oh, my God. That's why they were so powerful.
1: Yes, they were so powerful because it was under the moon. It was like in um, Avatar. Like no, the, the, is it the Avatar? Like issue. in the eclipse? Like the yeah. firebenders are most powerful? Yeah. No, no. They're most powerful... Dur- during, during the a lunar, lunar eclipse. eclipse. Oh, I see. Because yeah. then
3: the sun is the only one controlling things.
1: Yeah, so the Boar, Boar Wars are coming to a close, and uh, the Year of the Rat is ahead. So, going to be a lot more uh, mouse motifs. Going to be a lot more, um, uh, <laughs> um, you know,
2: mouse
0: mousery. Yeah
1: Mousery.
2: Um, mouse housery. Really going to be like
0: Mickey Mouse, um,
1: Charles Entertainment Cheese. I really like the idea of a Zodiac calendar. Where you're like, oh, it's the year of the pig, and like, it's the year of these animals that you like have in your country.
0: But we need a better one. We need one for the 21st century. Yeah, we need, we need one, one animal for the roaring for the 21st 20s. Century. <laughs> yeah. We
1: need like Buffalo. We got year buffalo, of the buffalo,
2: Moonshine, uh, porch whiskey. <laughs> why, why is. <laughs> okay. year,
1: the moonshine year of prohibition.
0: <laughs> no, but 20, the 2020s. What, what what are the uh, the Zodiac symbols of, of the modern age? Grumpy cat? Yeah, so we got the year of the grumpy cat. No, the, um, the
3: cat, like the white cat. Is, the salad cat? Is, yeah, the salad cat. Uh, baby, salad cat is
1: Baby better. Yoda? Oh yeah, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, honestly. Um, uh, year of the Star Wars? <laughs>
2: Dude, you're, Disney making 80% of all popular hits. They got a monopoly on movie.
1: Year of the Yoda, man. Yeah, uh, Disney... Uh, fuck off yeah we don't have
0: individual years anymore because just the rest of time is owned by disney it's well, just one large disney year well so you know how they've been
1: like trying to stop mickey mouse from going into the public domain uh yeah. by like extending it eventually disney will just decide to not let the years progress yeah. Like, they'll just keep adding months to the year, and just, they'll do that over and over again, and, and they'll be like, oh no, it can never expire, because the year won't change. They're gonna be like, no, it's 2006,
0: and they have the best lawyers, so it will legally be
3: 2006. So they can reverse time as well.
0: they
1: say, no, 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 we forgot a couple of years. Like, all the historians come crawling out of the woodwork, be like, back in the 1400s, we lost three years. <laughs> like, some king popped up, and he was like, yo, um is is this year 1563 and he'd be like uh yeah yeah it is there's gonna be
0: there's (laughs) gonna be a Disney special where they go on an adventure with Indiana Jones to rescue the three years from the 1400s
3: well remember the colony of Roanoke in Virginia oh just disappeared disappeared.
0: (laughs) that was that was Disney that was the years that we lost those were (laughs) Disney time travelers and chocolatiers
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah the, di- the famous Disney chocolate Disney
0: chocolateteers back in time
1: yeah so uh, keep your eyes peeled if you're at a hotel in Japan right now maybe look out the window you might see uh, a handsome boar and a uh, rat man <laughs> <laughs> some sort of Beekman's world you got anything for us Hank
2: so I've got a little uh, you know going back going back over the over the sea uh, to uh, 401 one air uh, but I'm actually uh, going to British uh, going
1: to British. It's Hank's uh, new segment going Hank's to British. Going yeah. Was that a British? verb or no, I no, couldn't but, tell. No,
2: uh, fucking. Uh, <laughs> so hey, so <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. He's you know doing wrestling stuff. But you're like, hmm, what type of wrestler is he? Do you say he's a toe wrestler? Toe wrestler. He only wrestles with his toes. So not a thumb wrestler. Yeah, it's like a thumb wrestler, but only with toes. See, like only one of those guys toe? who's
1: like, I have more power in one toe than you do in your whole body. He's <laughs> like doing curls with
2: them. But yeah, so competitors in Fenny Bentley, a small town in Derbyshire, England, put their best foot All forward. All fucking this past stories week. from England. Fenny Bentley. England is like the, like, England man is probably up there with, like, Florida England
0: man. England man is like, yeah, he's beating Florida man's ass lately. Yeah.
2: Dude, just with his toes only. <laughs> but yeah, so this toe wrestling championship has been going on for more than 40 years. It's kind of like thumb wrestling, but with your toes, you're basically doing, like, feetsies where you lie on the floor opposite each other and interlock big toes and then whoever whoever goes to the most side wins or loses
3: so you have to push each other out of like a square so yeah there's like
2: like there's these two little planks on each side and you got to like knock his toes into the planks so So isn't it
3: aren't you just using your entire leg though to do this
2: (laughs) i mean i suppose (laughs)
1: something fetishy is going on
2: it's like all the toes but yeah so in the final in the current world champion Alan Nasty Nash out-toed Dark Toe Shoal to claim his 14th world title, 6th win in a row. I love these nicknames. But yeah. So, he was, when asked about if his lar- if he has large toes to overpower his opponents, he replied that they're not that big, actually. They're short and stubby, which is good because they don't snap as easily. <laughs> <laughs> they don't snap? snap? Good point, good point. <laughs> have, have people's toes snapped in this I really before? Can, I hate
0: weird. that it's like, okay, I'm a toe wrestler. I re- really should want people to take me seriously. And he's like, oh, what's your name? Um, Doc T. Shoals. Doc Toe Toes. He's like, Toey Toe Shoals.
2: <laughs> His last name's probably like Shoal, and he's like, I'm the Doc Toe. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, Dude, my
3: name is Toe.
2: So, he's your Star Wars character. He's talking about baby the. Baby Tota. Um, <laughs> baby Toda. Is this a born? He's like those Toe men from the. Uh, Spy kids or something? Those are thumb thums.
1: Excuse you.
2: They're they're thumb thums, to toes, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, we'll never be
1: pleased with the names of any foreign character.
2: But yeah, so one year he broke four toes in a row during a semifinal. (laughs) Oh
1: my! This is like this is now like a death sport. But it didn't stop him, and he went on to win it all. Do you just win for having the biggest toe? (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, his toes aren't even that big. They're I think small it's, and less likely to snap.
3: I think it's the leg strength. Whoever has the biggest legs to push the other
1: person's yeah. toes. Yeah, so you
2: have to one leg has to be off the ground, and you have to have, implant both butt cheeks on the ground oh. to have proper posture, or else okay. you get banned.
1: I love your verbiage when you're like you have to implant both butt cheeks into the (laughs) ground, like that's crazy. I know exactly what he means, though. You know, what
2: does that mean? Yeah. So he says, when I broke a four my toes, I actually just walked off the stage and just snapped my little toes back in as straight as I could, and put them in a bucket of ice. I kept the swelling down, and I went back and won the finals but then with the (laughs) last few months i realized one of the toes hasn't gone back in right so i go to the hospital i get it taken off and just put it back on again
3: wait is that that what he said and put it back on
2: he goes to get the toe taken off and put back on again exact words
1: okay Jesus christ he, just he has must have broken it real bad like in Spongebob when he cracks his fingers and like they're all just broken <laughs> in half. <laughs> they're like,
2: zombie. yeah, we literally need to like take this toe off and just like rotate it and like screw it back in like a little, uh, like a little screwdriver or something. Yeah, this guy's a real G. Yeah, he doesn't even limit himself to just toe wrestling. <laughs> he also holds a Guinness World Record for smashing the most amount of eggs with his toe.
3: With his toe? Yep.
2: So he he smashed uh, 60 eggs in one minute with one toe. This is some Ponzai shit. Yeah, that's one egg per second. You know,
1: Ponzai was like, he's like, you can do whatever you want. Your dreams don't have to be dreams. And it's just him <laughs> <laughs> breaking eggs with this big toe. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, the, that's the basically ladies. already his content anyway. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you can do anything, and then it's him like tornadoing <laughs> ten beers. <laughs>
2: Dude, he even did the one hand tornado today. I saw on Twitter. He goes like Psh, with one hand.
3: There's also the lady that breaks watermelons with her boobs.
2: Speaking of...
0: Nah, no, <laughs> <listen to it. laughs> Yeah, that would have been a very smooth transition. <laughs> yeah. uh, this has nothing to do with that shit, Speaking but, of titties and watermelons... <laughs> <laughs> um, Fred's really gonna like this one now. Oh, boy. So, I guess, speaking of just Fred in general... The ducks have won. Fred <laughs> French court says they may keep on quacking. The ducks! So, in France... Some DAX. How do you pronounce DAX in French? In in Da French, France. (laughs) God, the ducks on a small French small holding. That's a dumbass sentence. Reuters. What the fuck? (laughs) So yeah. um, But the the French people they said that they can keep cracking in the France land. Were the ducks Uh, being too loud? So, uh, there was. The court in the town of Daw ruled that the noise from a flock of around 60 ducks... um, It would be funny if they were like 30 to 50 uh, feral (laughs) ducks. (laughs) 30 to 50 feral ducks.
1: Yeah, that meme is going to live back in the 2010s. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's going to stay. Stay. So the geese uh, were kept by retired uh, farmer Dominique Duth in the foothills of the Pyrenees, southwestern France. Um, and they ruled that it was within acceptable limits. The Ducks have won, Duth told Reuters. I'm very happy because I didn't want to slaughter my Ducks. I'm Jeez. glad there's like... There was a lot at stake here. The <laughs> yeah.
3: decibels of the Ducks were so low that they Is could stay.
0: Won... <laughs> it would be funny if that's how he won the court case. He was like, "Um, oh yeah, like, you know, I would... It's either this or the ducks get slaughtered.
1: Um,
2: like,
0: wow, they're like, you're too loud. <laughs> Cut off all the heads. Time okay. die.
1: I mean, how loud were these ducks that this became, like, a problem like this? They must have been real loud. Do you know that, ducks, you know like, that video? Ducks, like, are pretty loud, though. Like, I'll, I'll give them that.
2: Do you know that video of, like, it's a bunch of rubber chickens in a bin and the guy pushes them all down yep. at once and releases it? I that's, feel like that's what it would sound that's like. That's the Mythbusters Like a chorus of quacking. <laughs> yeah, like a oh! <laughs> So The com- ah,
0: th- the complaint was brought by Duth's neighbor, who moved from the city around a year ago in property about 50 meters away from the enclosure in the Soustan's district where, that's not how it's pronounced but whatever, uh, where Susan's the Duth keeps the fly <laughs> um, The dispute is the latest in a series of court cases that have pitted the traditional way of life in France. Yeah, yeah. Serious shit. Whatever. Um, but the Ducks have won They can keep on quacking. The neighbor's lawyer said the noise exceeded permissible levels and prevented the plaintiff from enjoying the garden or sleeping with the house windows open. So this is definitely some crank... You know, like they literally got their lawyer and they're like, are these ducks loud enough that I could win a case?
1: <laughs> and apparently not. No, you lost. This sounds like America. This does not sound like France. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like Florida shit. It sounds like something I read in the local newspaper and get all flustered about. <laughs> I'm getting, it's got me on and off.
3: Like the lady who sued her neighbor for the smell of shrimp in a, out of the barbecue coming ne- <laughs> ne- next door. <laughs> well, shrimp. that was in
1: Australia, a place that we will never go. <laughs> yeah.
3: Apparently, the neighbor was asking
0: for over, like, $5,000 in um, damages. Was... To, to what? Her ears? To her piece. <laughs> She's
1: allergic to duck sounds.
2: Imagine if she just, like, asked for, like, 5000 of his ducks. I
1: feel like whenever you say something like animal sounds, I think of pet sounds, and then I want to make a pet sounds joke. But I've already done it, so what am I supposed to do? It's
2: like Groundhog Day.
1: Wouldn't it be nice... Yeah, wouldn't it be nice wouldn't if we uh, of... asked Fred what he was thinking about? <laughs>
3: so it's funny because we we always have like a an animal uh, theme going on with the new friends, um, but this time it's not because it, even though his name is Rhino Dubakovic, Um so yeah, he's uh, an owner of the Museum of Hangovers in Zagreb, <laughs> Croatia.
1: This is where all the great hangovers are kept. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Like, and this was franz kafka's hangover
3: so yeah it's just uh quote some sort of collection where all these objects from junk stories would be exposed together with their stories and uh six months later um you can go and put beer goggles on and experience what it's like
2: wait beer goggles is yeah, it just like have... a museum you wear beer goggles in?
3: Well, they also have interactive sections where you can share your own
1: best and worst hangover experiences. It's a museum where you think ugly chicks are attractive. You, you can at least get like
2: them. VR beer goggles.
1: Do they serve alcohol? They don't.
3: Oh come on! <laughs> this whole thing's a joke. <laughs> Though they do sell a Drunkopoly board game from the from Drunk the Drunkopoly. Yep.
1: You could play board games. So, what is you it exactly that they keep in this museum? Like, I'm really uh, not the, clear on that. So,
3: the exhibits include displays of objects people found inexplicably the morning after a boozy night. So, like,. So, Hank, your wizard chain, oh, my wizard se, chain! That would
0: That'd just be, be hung perfect. up on the wall. Remember that hat that I found when we were walking down the street in Lowell? Or that wallet
1: that we recovered from when you dropped it out of oh, yeah. your own yeah, pocket? That
0: wallet that was not mine?
3: No, it, yeah, it was the guy who, like, visited his friend's neighbor, but yeah. Oh, that bench that we just found in the middle of campus, and we flipped it around so it faced the wall. Oh, the desk chair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the bench. Yeah. Interesting.
3: But, uh, yeah, that's Rhino Dubakovic. Yeah, uh, shout-out to
1: Rhino. I uh, can't wait to look at his museum next time. I'm, where is this? Like, Munich or something? Croatia. Croatia? Zagreb,
3: mm. Croatia.
1: Maybe that's uh, something Five Letters can go take pictures of for us next oh, time. Yeah. yeah. He's doing his grand tour. <laughs> so, very uh, very. thank you, Fred. Mm. Hank, do you have uh, something tasty for dun, us
0: this dun, week? Dun, 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 dun. It's the Hail so skin fact. Today, I
2: brought some sort of... Uh, fine uh, liquid uh i feel like this is what people drank back in the 1920s uh it's just uh, motor oil oh is that sarsaparilla dude it's irps sarsaparilla <laughs> dude it's irps <laughs> yep that's how I f- heard it focuses ear with a p irps yep. sarsaparilla
1: yeah it's got a guy on the front who looks like uh looks like his name is definitely ERP. he's like a grizzled old man with a long pistol at the top, it says, after a
0: hard day of gunfighting, nothing better than a real sarsaparilla. Dude, I love fighting guns. <laughs> just, are you telling me a gun <laughs> fought this beer?
2: <laughs> so Did I'm the gonna...
3: sarsaparilla come from the gun?
2: Oh, it's really brown. Wow! So it looks like chocolate milk soda.
1: I've had birch birch beer like before, beer. and I've had Dr. Pepper, and I've had Moxie. So this really just finishes... I've actually even had birch beer, too. So, yeah, this will be very interesting to try out. I'm curious to see what it tastes like.
0: This is uh, ASMR pouring This is the first time it's been like... A complete liquid. A liquid. Or I, anything other than candy.
1: Well, yes.
0: I mean, this, this is so
2: kind is of candy. candy. It's like 99. Point, it probably is more sugar than actual candy.
1: So there's the sip. First sip. So I will say, uh, this tastes just like root beer. It's, it's a just minute. root beer. This
3: is just root
2: beer. Wait, this is literally... This is root beer. Is my root beer. Right? Are, we, is root
1: are we beer. getting pranked here? Wait, this did you is just fill these ear. with root beer? Does it have sarsaparilla root in it? Because I think that's been illegal to add to drinks for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't have any um, sarsaparilla in it. Oh wow!
3: So, so it's, like, it's just a root beer that they put sarsaparilla on the label of.
1: Yeah. Well, they're like <laughs> using sarsaparilla as like a pseudonym for root beer. Oh mm. my god!
2: I'm trying to think if there's like some sort of like what, what is difference between root beer and this, but I can't taste anything. This I will
1: actually beer. look up what sarsaparilla is. It's some sort of root. I like um, how it's actually spelled sarsaparilla. But we say sarsaparilla. Yeah, so <laughs> um, sarsaparilla is a soft drink made from plants like the Smilax or nada. I don't know. I think it's illegal in the US.
2: Oh, it uses pure cane sugar. That's not bad, actually. Oh, it's got my friend sodium benzo. That's the stuff that gives you intestinal problems. Can't ever oh, get oh, enough it's of sassafras. that. Oh,
1: sassafras. Is the, uh, is the thing that's illegal? Yeah, I don't think I don't think in the U.S. you're allowed to like even uh, like, grow sassafras. Really? Yeah, it's like more underground than weed. Even that's some fuck shit. Wow. Yeah, Legalized sassafras.
2: Wait, so it says on the bottle that this is a real sarsaparilla. So like <laughs>
1: sarsaparilla,
2: Hank. Sar- Sar- sar-sap- sarsaparilla, Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla.
3: Sarsaparilla.
1: Sarsaparilla. 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 Sar-sapadon Sar-sapadon Sar-sapadon
3: Authentic '50s style bottling plant.
1: I mean, this is good. I'm not gonna lie. Like, this is a good, tasty this is root beer. Not, I like it
3: better than A and think
1: it's a little spicy. It's got a little bit of spice at the end. Like, it's a little tongue numbing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's more root beery than like Mug or Bangs mm-hmm. root yeah. beer.
3: The phosphate
1: phosphoric I'm just acid. I'm having a very hard time Ooh. putting it on the scale. Like comparing yeah, right? it to the other stuff. I feel
2: like I'm just comparing root beer to like all these cool, <laughs> funky items or something. Have you guys mm-hmm. heard the
1: Bangs root beer thing? was that you know barks root beer mm. b-a-r-k you yeah. know b-a-r-q uh same thing people online especially from the uk think that the cursive on it just says bang <laughs> so they're like where do i get some bang soda? bang soda they just hand him an energy drink yeah oh yeah bang energy
0: <laughs> it, it's just
1: root beer
2: and it has like a little bit of a marketing
1: gimmick going on the label really does look cheesy though it really it's does. It's so
2: fantastic. It has just, like, a mustachioed man with, like... He's very old and very stern, and he has a large hat point? and a big iron on his I'm gonna head. I'm going
0: to have to give this a two and a half.
2: No, I, I think I give it exactly that, because, mm. like, it's root beer is good, but it's also, like, the truest neutral, because it's just root beer.
1: As a candy, I'm going to give this a one, <laughs> yeah, but as a, as a drink, like, to compare to, like, all the other root beers on the market, and I don't normally drink root beer anyway. I'd probably give it, like, a three in yeah. like the soda market
2: yeah. actually no yeah if i was to rate this among sodas i'd probably give it like that'd be decent that'd beat out most of like the so- sodas you can get
3: because we can't really fairly vote this against the other actual
1: candies well this gonna be our first uh, liquid review yeah. yeah yeah like i'm sure there's plenty of other sweet liquids out there that we could try
2: yeah like some ferris oil
1: this is yeah. our wettest review
2: yet just <laughs> <laughs> get them sunny
3: I just like the quote. After a hard day of gunfighting, nothing beats a real sarsaparilla. sar-saparilla.
2: What, what,
1: what? What gives? Sarsaparilla. <laughs> I know
3: it's just the funny because that's Sar- how it's, that's oh, how it's, it's actually sa- spelled.
1: Oh, it's spelled sarsaparilla. Yeah, sarsaparilla. No, there's like no. A, it's spelled <laughs> sarsaparilla. Sars- uh, prilla. Oh, I thought you all had like dyslexia. Well, Turns I mean,
0: out I'm pretty really.
3: sure you. I'm pretty sure you say sarsaparilla. Do you? Do I? <laughs> sarsaparilla. Can we get an audio pronunciation? Sarsaparilla. <laughs> no,
2: it's sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla.
3: Yeah. Um. So on a drink scale, let's. So we got Barks. We got uh, Mug. We got A and W for root beers. This probably falls in between uh Mug and and Barks. Barks being on top. And then mug and then this mugs and uh, A&W honestly, if someone was
2: like, Here, do you want one Coca Cola or this funky root beer? I'd probably take the root beer, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I also want to say that it's already gone flat, like this really? thing, as soon as I opened it, like basically went flat. Yeah, that I was, was weird, it's kind of
2: incredible. Like, I was drinking yeah, mine right, and well. I'm like, This isn't very bubbly, it's weak bubbles. Maybe yeah. they just didn't have that kind of technology back in the day when you they were what? making it. <laughs> I'm revoking world, it, it I'm giving it a
3: two. They do say Ooh. it's an authentic 50s-style bottle. I mean, if it, it so. already
2: went flat, like, yeah. god damn. Oh, that is kind of problematic. Yeah, I might mm-hmm. bump it down as well. The flatness is, a uh... It's not no good.
1: Yeah, so... Mm, unfortunately. On, on that unfortunate note, I think we'll uh, <laughs> be intermissioning. Is there a yes. verb for intermiss? To in, We will be intermissing? We We're gonna escape.
4: Have you got a good <laughs> sarsaparilla. Sioux City Sarsaparilla? Yeah, it's a good one. How you doing there, dude? Not too good, man. One of those days, huh? Yeah. Well, a wiser fellow than myself once said, sometimes you eat the bar and... Much obliged. Sometimes the bar, or while... He Jew. Hmm. Is that some kind of Eastern thing. Far from it.
1: And welcome back to Crunt Fresh. We're off to our next segment, fresh off the assembly line.
2: Woo! we're chucking bam, bam, wow. yeah, it's wow. us at the wow. assembly
1: line. We're doing assembly crimes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pay the fine. It really is a crime. The next uh, thing we're gonna look at. So. In the spirit of New Year uh, and in the spirit of continuity, we are talking about the ubiquitous film uh, Rudolph's Shiny New Year. So, Trop, I think you have the most experience of anyone with this movie. Yes. I know you talked about it last week. Is there anything else you want to add before we really dig into it? I just want to
0: say somebody wrote, sat down and wrote this movie. Um, this movie's fucking insane. It's not, like, based on any song. Like, the movie uh, Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer, it's based on a a classic song. And they animated it. And they're like, what about we do about the sequel? And then they they just went full, like, Rudolph Infinity War with it. Like, we're bringing in um, the Vulture. We're bringing in the Big Whale. We're bringing in uh, Goldilocks, the Three Bears, Baby New Year. We got the Knight. We got the Neanderthal Man. We got the... Fourth of July
1: village. <laughs> Would you say this? is? Like, I don't <laughs> want to spoil anything. A whole village but... people. Is this like a prototype of Shrek? Uh, With all yeah. the fairy tales coming together? Yeah, all the fairy tales, all the holidays coming together. <laughs> it's just like Shrek. It's a shame that Santa Claus wasn't <laughs> in Shrek.
0: It, it's a shame that there wasn't an outhouse scene in Rudolph's Shiny New Year. <laughs> yeah, he kicks the
1: door open. Rudolph! <laughs> uh, so let me just read... The, so I'm on Wikipedia right now. I just want to read the plot details for you guys and... I don't know, uh, Fred and Hank. You don't have any experience with this. I, so. have, I have no idea what you're talking about. I feel like I've seen about. like I'm screenshots like, what? of what the baby looks like and stuff. But wait, there's uh, a baby. Uh, yes. Yeah, so if, baby. if you look at the front cover here, you can see kind of a really ugly Rudolph oh, what the, and like a, what a really is shitty fine. looking baby. That the oh, shittiest looking baby. You guys, baby! You guys know
0: the movie Rudolph, Red Nosed Reindeer, obviously. Of course. Oh, yes, like this yeah. is the they had to make the <laughs> sequel. Like this is, you know, like this is the same the same
1: company that made Rudolph. Made this. The quick They're, one. They two. really had to like find like, oh, what are we gonna? How are we gonna follow up this story? Okay, so it's a it's an American Japanese nineteen seventy six Christmas New Year's stop motion animated television special.
0: Oh, the Japanese are behind it.
1: No, they are. They did a lot of the uh, animation work in Japan. That, but, oh, uh, that explains why it's wow. so strange
0: to Western audiences.
1: So this is a <laughs> sequel to the nineteen sixty four special Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. So at this, it's a twelve years. It's been twelve years since Rudolph. <laughs> And they get it in their heads that this is a good idea.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Reboot Ru-
1: Rudolph. So, um, the special premiered on ABC December 10th, ni- 1976. Three years later, it was also aired on TV Asahi in Japan under the Japanese dub title Akahana no Tanakai Rudolfuru Monogatari. <laughs> <The> <laughs> you, classic. Good old Rudolph. Not you? bad. That sounds like a crime. You're going to jail for (laughs) Rudolphery. So, plot. Just after many hours of delivering Christmas presents from around the world, the events depicted in the last scene of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus receives a letter from his friend Father Time asking him to help find Happy the Baby New Year before midnight, the 12th bong, on New Year's Eve, (laughs) (laughs) or else it will be December 31st forever.
3: (gasps) Oh, no. Santa sends Rudolph
1: out to help him. So there's the
0: MacGuffin, the 12th bong. Yeah. Also, uh,
1: December 31st forever. uh, Don't let Disney get their hands on Baby New Year, because they will do this. Um, An evil vulture named Eon the Terrible, no relation, is supposed to live for exactly one eon, after which he will turn into ice and snow and disintegrate. After his particular eon will end, January 1st of the new year, he plans to kidnap Happy to keep the year from ending and stop time. Thus, preventing his predestined death. That's That's like. This is the
3: most ambitious movie of all time.
0: It just sounds like
1: he's trying to immortalize himself. He is, but that's like crazy. crazy. This is
0: the sequel to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Wow.
1: So, like. He's damning the world to like December thirty first forever. I mean that I, I'm okay with that. No, like, is it that bad? Groundhog Day. Yeah, but is it that bad? Like, Wait, couldn't well, you just keep counting the days? Like, it's not like the sun stops rising.
2: Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. Like, if it was Groundhog Day, where everything got reset, and you just well, had like yeah. Baby Rudolph's like doing a bunch of weird shit with like, vultures, does, does
3: it reset every day, or does I, it just I, go I, into I, another I, day?
0: But I don't still think the, the movie even cares about yeah. this. <laughs> the, the baby put in a, the, the movie put in a baby who is predestined to die. <laughs> like that's fucked up. No, the vulture
1: is predestined to die. Oh, never mind. Yeah, the baby is predestined to be the New Year's baby. Okay, so that's I guess, I guess he just one. sort of has to exist so on the New Year. The yeah. baby
3: kills the vulture.
1: I guess. <laughs> yeah, no. sure. We haven't even gotten there yet. But thanks for spoiling it. Really no, it's just,
3: that's what it says it's going
1: to do. <laughs> oh. For it to to win the day. They haven't right? even put the ring in the volcano yet. way to spoil it the baby literally strangles the vulture to death (laughs) great I waited I I watched all the Rudolph movies up to get to here (laughs) I watched Thor the Rudolph world for nothing honestly it would be better if the vulture just got rid of half of the reindeer by snapping his fingers (laughs) 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 that would be a way better yeah I was heartbroken when uh, Prancer died (laughs) and
2: all of the other reindeer
1: Uh, General Ticker a military clock and the great quarter past five, a camel with a clock in his hump, oh, bring God. Rudolph to Father Time's castle beyond the sands of time. So there's some desert walking, I assume. I haven't well, seen this movie in like a very a, long time. It's an
0: epic. It's it's like nice Homerian. Desert walking scenes.
1: <laughs> Father Time speculates that Happy, who ran away due to his big ears being laughed at, is hiding out at the archipelago of last years, where all the old years retire and rule over an island styled to resemble the year in which they ruled. When Rudolph is attacked by Eon on the ocean while en route to the archipelagos, he is saved by Big Ben, a sperm whale with a <laughs> clock attached to his tail, who transports Rudolph across the ocean.
0: I like how like everything has to be time themed.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh uh, the uh, the whale. What, uh, what kind of time related thing is he a, gonna put, have? Put a clock on his tail. Here. It's like,
2: don't worry, he's he's got a clock. He's got a clock. New Year. Or it's like, something. oh guys, I'm sorry, we went into the new time zone. I gotta set my clock back again. <laughs>
1: Uh, So, upon arrival in the archipelagos, Rudolph first travels to the island belonging to a caveman named 1 million BC, who they name OM for short. OM inhabits an island anachronistically inhabited with friendly dinosaurs and other prehistoric creatures. As Rudolph and his friends search for Happy, who left his hat, accidentally fell off the baby Pterodactus and relieving his big ear... What the fuck (laughs) is this? Pterodactus? Has anyone edited this Wikipedia article? who left after his hat accidentally fell off saving a baby. Oh, okay. Fell I'm stupid. Off. Oh, saving fell a off baby. saving a baby. Okay. Fell off saving a baby Pterodactylus and revealing his big ears, causing the dinosaur to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so comedy transcends time, for sure.
2: Do you think his ears transcend time? Of course.
1: After other off-screen visits to the islands of 4000 BC, 1492, 1893... In 1965 have been completed without success, Rudolph and OM head for the island of 1023 pronounced 1023 belonging to a Scottish knight with a long beard named Sir 1023, whose island is filled with medieval trappings along with several fairy tale and mother goose characters. Meanwhile, Happy manages to befriend the three bears but becomes saddened when he removes his hat exposing his big ears to them causing him to leave again. So I take it that the three bears laugh at him because of his big ears.
2: <laughs> Do these bears are asses. Imagine this guy. He's like so sensitive about his ears. He has to run away to the end of time, never to be seen again.
3: Man, I'm still caught up on the fact that every person who dies in a year gets their own island of that year's theme.
1: Uh, no, I don't really know who gets to run the island. Like, right. Like, what is the prerequisite for selecting? It's just like, the cool <laughs> people. <laughs> is it like the public, the, the unconscious? Like, they're in mementos or something? <laughs> the memories of, yeah we
0: on 4th of July island
1: like this is what the public <laughs> thinks about 4th of July they think that fucking Ben Franklin is in charge
0: it probably would look like a lot like it does in the movie it's just like some fucking parade going through the streets and they sing a 4th of July song it's a
1: 24-7 parade I could see this being like a That'd Kingdom Hearts-style video game. Oh,
0: yeah. No, I can see that, but I'll, we also have to remind everybody that during this whole movie, they're singing songs, and there's just like... Oh, it's so musical we, stuff? Yeah, so in the first one, you've got classic songs. you got Rudolph the red Reindeer. you got, like, uh, you got Yukon Cornelius singing, like,
3: Silver and Gold. gold. Hell Silver. yeah, that's my jam. Yeah.
0: Um, in this one, you have, like... The most just random, bunk-ass shit. Like, <laughs> no, name your favorite song from Rudolph's shiny new year. Rudolph's shiny Old new year. Lang <laughs> Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne. On New Year's Day by YouTube. <laughs> uh,
1: so the group then travels to the island of 1776, which reflects colonial America. It is ruled over by Sev, a.k.a. 1776. Why would you lengthen a nickname? Anyway... <laughs> 17. He resembles Benjamin Franklin Following Happy's seeming rejection On the island of 1776 due, Following the daily parade Eon captures him and takes him to his lair On the island of No Name Which is said to be located due north of the North Pole the group,
0: Oh Oh it's north, north of, of the North, north, of the north the Pole north. Like
1: vertical like into outer space of the North Pole. <laughs> Isn't that also on, south on the, south the other north axis? Pole? I feel like they're really having a laugh at like the viewer's expense. Like yeah. it's really just they're at this trying point to they're like us. it's, it's the north person. of the North
2: Pole. And it's like
1: <laughs> I like the names for each <laughs> of these like
2: creatures where it's like, oh it's a vulture. Uh, he lives a thousand years. Name him Eon. Like that's just imagine being named years. This movie also <laughs> did not
1: come out at the like turn of the millennium which, like, that would have been a much better time to release this. Yeah, I it would have been stylized at The, end of the an Matrix. Eon. There
0: would have been, like, slow-motion sci-fi kung fu.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, the group now leaves the archipelago in pursuit. Catching up to Eon, they attempt to rescue Happy. However, Eon, upon being awakened by the sound of OM tumbling, thwarts them by sending an avalanche down on the group and trapping them inside giant snowballs. Managing to melt his way free using his nose, Rudolph climbs into Eon's nest where he finds Happy, who refuses to leave. Rudolph shows Happy his nose and tells him his own story about being bullied for his non-conformity before asking Happy to let him see his ears. Happy does so, and Rudolph, like everyone else before him, laughs at sight. Uh, Happy once again gets upset, but Rudolph explains that the sight of Happy's ears made him feel so wonderful that he had to laugh out loud, just like he had done with everyone else. With this declaration, Happy shouts with joy, but causes Ian to awaken. (laughs) <laughs> Rudolph quickly tells Happy to take off his hat and leave it off for good. At the sight of Happy's large ears, Eon bursts into uncontrollable laughter and sends them tumbling down the side of the mountain into three <laughs> of the remaining snowballs, freeing OM, 1023, and Sev. Rudolph realizes that Eon is now so full of warmth and happiness that it would be impossible for him to turn I- into ice and snow. What?
2: Dude, he they- lives. No,
0: they made him feel warm inside. His heart. Eon's heart grew three sizes.
1: Oh, and, like, he was, like, the winter warlock, too. Like, his heart melted Yes, like his and then heart. he
3: suffered
2: cardiac
1: arrest.
3: <laughs> one foot in front of the other.
1: Yeah, so with uh, Santa's help, they return to Father Time's castle with Happy just in time for the beginning of the new year, which is designated 19 Wonderful. What? 19 Wonderful? Ballin'.
2: That was my favorite year. It's one of the lost years.
0: All right, now listen. Does this plot have its flaws? Its holes? No, it's, it's perfect, perfect. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it.
1: Here's what I don't understand. It's, like... The whole plot is driven by like this baby is just so fast. Like he's way faster than Rudolph. Like Rudolph can't catch up to him to save his life. No,
0: hundred percent. It's kind of it's kind of like a chase movie. (laughs) Chase scene. It's a baby. One long chase scene.
1: It's it's no. The whole movie is
0: Rudolph chasing this fucking baby. (laughs) (laughs) And baby ends up everywhere chasing a vulture. Chasing no, the time. vulture is chase- Yeah, the vulture is being chased by time into chasing time. <laughs>
1: uh, so, this was released on a combination DVD with Year Without a Santa Claus, which is actually a pretty decent uh, rank and base production. That's got Heat Miser and Snow Miser in it. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that's one, a good one, one of the good ones for sure. Uh, and it was also released with an- another extra Nestor the Long Eared Christmas Donkey, which uh, I guess we'll save until next year. Because, we should uh,
3: watch that next Yeah. Okay, I got a question. So if all these characters are like famous people, who is 1023? Was there a famous person from 1023?
1: No, it's just a knight. Yeah, he was just the famous
0: knight from 1023. Damn. Well, who's the Neanderthal? Who's
3: OM? The first man. Oh, I mean, he's not famous, though. (laughs) Isn't he? Who is he? Everybody
1: knows who he is. I want to read some Rotten Tomatoes reviews (laughs) for this movie. Uh, So Lauren W. gave it a one star in 2017. Overall, this is one of the worst pieces of film I have ever seen. There were so many annoying characters, hideous plot lines, and historical inaccuracies. It is an hour of my life I cannot historical get back. Historical inaccuracies <laughs> in the reindeer movie? He's got the
0: little red nose. Are you kidding me?
1: These people are like, half of them are just coping with the fact that they like are Stockholm syndromed into loving this movie. <laughs>
0: yeah oh it's like when it you all watch the cameos and you think it's like it's amazing or the fact that they were stockholm syndrome into loving the original and they watch this and it makes them feel like anything other than complete <laughs> warmth and safety
1: all right so there's someone on here named tanner b who gave it one and a half stars on 2015 and this is like really surreal for me uh they say ignore this out of five rating i give it a 1.5 out of four so i guess like tanner b like has a uh, four star scale that they want to make sure that they could have done a conversion <laughs> and just upped it to two <laughs>
0: conversion to the tanner scale the yeah. tanner b scale
1: yeah i gotta i want to know what this is like on the tanner b scale like are you fucking kidding me so uh, a dreary animated feature if there ever was one terminally weird semi-sequel to rudolph the Red Nosed reindeer has an infamous reindeer given an incredible and very uncredible task of literally saving time by finding a new year toddler. Some pleasant songs cannot redeem a bizarre, murky, and even plotting story. It even rips off the characters of The Wizard of Oz. All right. Yeah. Lazy animation and bad acting don't help. Damn. What were they
0: thinking? All right. Now, what listen, are those? Is it plotting, murky, bleak, a pseudo-sequel? <laughs> yes. But, yes. Um,
2: it's got the godler.
0: <laughs> it, it's it's got that quality that you you're watching it. and You're like nothing has ever been like this, and nothing will be like this. This is it's
1: singular. Uh, Daniel P has the ultimate review uh, from 2013. It's one star at best. This special is too weird to work. At worst, it is too stupid to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely too stupid to work. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this movie is like kind of hard to find. Like in its in like a it's always in a compilation because. It's it's not good enough to stand on its own. You really can't put this out on DVD and it's sell. Never it. solo packaged. Yeah. yeah, it's always packaged together with a better movie.
0: <laughs> well, it's got to be packaged with the original, so you got the full. Um, that's universe. That would make sense too. So you really
1: like, understand the continuity. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, who's this Rudolph? <laughs> well, guy? no, you have to wait you're 12 years after Rudolph watching
3: solo. Rudolph and then watch this, <laughs> yeah, the Christmas that's special. That's the real context. The chronological timeline.
2: All right, Hank's got something for us here. Dun, 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 dun. It's a bucket of fake dirt. It's dirt, <laughs> but it's not real. It's not dirt, but it looks like dirt. Can you use it to trick your friends? No. Nope. So, <laughs> yes. I, you can eat it. You can even eat it. It's t- fully digestible. Is it easy to clean up? What uh, uh, no. <laughs> it like? Uh, all right, all these questions like
1: and more will be answered.
2: Yes, let's, let's, uh, what, what are the ingredients? From It says uh, the company, Sand's Alive. Uh, it's probably live, like, sand and alive. But, um yeah. <laughs> There's a, uh, it's kind of interesting because you read the reviews and you think, oh, you know, it's probably like kids, like, dude, I want some fake dirt or I want regular dirt and their parents are like, ew, you don't, you don't get regular dirt. You no, don't get fake kids, dirt. Kids will just get dirt. <laughs> Mom, we have dirt at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
0: hate when I'm um, going past McDirtles and uh, I want a nice dirt burger, but my mom's like, oh, we just, you know, we got the whole garden out back. I just restocked it.
2: Yeah. Um, give me dirties. <laughs> give me dirties. Free dirties. I want my
3: dirty dirt.
2: So, this guy, uh, Kimberly A. Burnett, says, It's not the same. I purchased this almost a year ago and loved the feeling of play dirt. It was soft, easy to mold, and works great. I liked it so much, I've been wanting to buy another bucket when Amazon got it back in stock. This time, it was completely different. At first, I thought it was just because it was the packaging. It needed to be broken up a bit. But it's been days, and there's been no change. It's very (laughs) stiff, and I can't break it easily. So I'm like wondering if this lady even got dirt, or if she has got like some weird like. Maybe she got permafrost. In. Yeah. Why did she need fake? <laughs>
0: like who? Need... She just enjoys. What do you use fake right? dirt for? What can't? Like... What do you need this for that you can't use like real dirt for?
3: <laughs>
1: like you can't grow anything in it. Yeah, it has no. Oh, imagine I you value. Could, yeah. You could grow fake
2: plants. <laughs> <laughs> you can grow real plants in real dirt. He just
1: it just spawns plastic plants. <laughs> Honestly, dirt is basically already not real. like you know what i mean like not 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 like an esoteric smith shit right there (laughs) well like it's made of like inorganic material mostly like sand and like gravel are at least oh yeah so like why buy fake dirt when you could buy sand which is like completely <laughs> inorganic like you could just buy sand That's yeah like basically it would, fake it would dirt. function
2: all the same but it just it wouldn't be it wouldn't have that kind of dirty dirty texture. <laughs> like <laughs> like what <laughs> dirty, is it the dirty.
1: smell like do you really want the smell oh so maybe it's the texture speaking of the smell probably. tlr
2: gives it a one-star view. Strong chemical odor that doesn't go away. <laughs> I bought this dirt and some sand. My grandson played it with uh, the sand right away, but held his nose around the dirt and said he couldn't play with it. It says <laughs> on the packaging to wait until the odor dissipates, but it has been three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I've spread it on a baking sheet in the sun and occasionally stirred every day and every night. I hate it when I get my
0: large sun, like a bunch of dirt to play with. And
2: your dirt, it smells so bad. And it's too smelly. But it's also edible. She says, it isn't just a chemical odor. It's an unpleasant chemical odor. Oh. Others have even commented on the issue. (laughs) So like what 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 do you think it is about this fake dirt? That just makes it so smelly. <laughs> you could eat it. What is it? I'm so
1: confused. It's edible fake dirt. What's what's fake about it? Is it like fake mud? Can you <laughs> make fake mud out of it? <laughs>
2: it's $25 and it, and it says play dirt and it comes in a bucket. Play is dirt. Is it made by Play-Doh company? Oh, maybe it says Play-Doh. <laughs> it's
1: it's kinetic dirt like sand, which means like it clods together. Oh, like kinetic. moon sand. Oh, oh it's yeah. dirty moon sand.
2: I wonder if uh, you could like use it like as a blood clotting agent or something.
1: Moon sand is cool because it's all those new colors, like those fun colors. Like, why would I want it in brown?
2: Probably. Apparently, it also stains your clothes too. I bet it does. But yeah, no smelly fake dirt. That's what I got
1: to stain my clothes. Dirt flavored (laughs) shirt.
2: Dirt flavored.
1: Do you guys think it's time to release the presses?
2: No, it isn't.
3: I want my presses. Here they come.
2: Oh, oh, yes! yes. The press! The noise! Thank you, horn people! You've...
1: Bring me the current boy's heads!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm done being mocked! <laughs> We must defeat. I I apologize. All we want to do is bring the presses. I
0: honor the press every day. (laughs) Here's
2: Tom's delivery time. I'll I'll hail the
0: press lords. I'll have the large press with the side of meeting press.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the presses are running free and uh, wild. And you know how much we love the presses. So uh, big thanks to the uh, Herald Trumpets. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this week on Release the Presses, m&m's experiential retail store makes a sweet addition to disney springs in 2020 that's right the m&m's store you've seen the disney store you've seen the hershey's store you made it might even have seen the hershey's park <laughs> but now m&m's so this is from mount arlington new jersey new jersey uh furthering our new jersey uh release the presses trend oh yeah So furthering its vision to create unforgettable experiences across the globe through the world's most iconic chocolate brands, Mars Retail Group announced today the relocation of its existing M&M's experiential store from Orlando to Disney Springs at Walt Disney World Resort. I don't know what an experiential store is.
2: Are they, like, trying to say experimental? Like, every, every time you uh, go in there, like you gain
1: you, a little bit of experience? Yeah, yeah you, like, yeah. They you only have, have an six experience colors of M&Ms and every
2: day it's different.
0: Wow, have you been gaining a lot of experience lately? <laughs> um, Come experience
2: in our store, experience
1: retail. more. <laughs> what is experiential retail? Experiential retail or experiential commerce is a type of retail marketing whereby customers coming into a physical retail space are offered experiences beyond the traditional ones. It's Amenities so may include art, live music, VR... Cafes, lounges, Ooh. and large video display walls. Large walls. video display walls. Look at, Look at these M&M's.
3: Look at these M&M's in
1: VR. Things. They got M&M cart up on the big screen. Oh, yeah. You'll get to hang out with a life-size sexy green M&M. cart on
0: the
1: So they're moving it to Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, construction is expected to begin immediately with an anticipated 2020 grand opening date. Imagine getting the green light for this. Be like, all right, we're building it. We're building the m and store. All right, today, M&M's store is getting built. All right, guys, let's go out there and break some ground. All right, call up the M&M's. We're doing this. Uh, so Disney Springs is one of the most popular retail destinations in the country, making it the perfect location for our new M&M's experiential store, said Patrick McIntyre, director of global retail at Mars Retail Group. Guests will be fully immersed in an interactive chocolate experience that will create more moments and more smiles through the colorful M&M's.
2: Oh, colorful. Very nice.
1: Uh, the store will be located on the west side of Disney Springs with a parking and orange parking garage accessible, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is nice because we
3: were talking about colors earlier and this kind of just feeds into... Yeah.
1: That there's, I'm curious to see if we could even get the Krent 2020 M&M color. Yeah. What, what, oh, yeah.
3: what was the M&M of the year? You know?
1: Oh, is there an
2: M&M of Probably the year? Probably chocolate. <laughs> the uh,
1: chocolate one,
3: because it's
1: not the peanut ones. Let me tell
3: you. It's
2: the, it's oh, honestly, the peanut ones are underrated. Like they're nah, super good. They're overrated. This no, part. but because you eat the peanuts and but, it makes you not hungry. See,
3: see the peanut butter M and M. See, it keeps them hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I need to.
2: I'm so hungry.
3: Like celery, but it's
2: horrible for you.
1: Oh yeah, you can personalize your M and Ms to say like a New Year's message. Oh my God, he's
2: doing the Nike swoosh with his mouth.
1: Holy shit. The, uh, the red M&M just popped up And he's saying oh. uh, Let's hook up <laughs> So The the it's endless sex appeal of the M&M's uh, Why do people kind of fuck the M&M's now? <laughs> yeah. They made the green M&M too sexy That's why <laughs> well, The
3: episode when they took her shell off
1: Yeah Come on yeah, It's crazy on. What they've done with the green M&M is actually crazy They've taken a candy and tried to, like, make it a sex object. Do you know how ridiculous that is? They're like, you don't understand how fucking horny this candy is. Like, how horny is your market group? Like, you're like, you're showing the, uh, you're like behind the glass watching, like, the people review your commercial. They're like, yeah, I liked it, but I wish the green M&M had, like, big tits. You've really, like, big red lips. Make her sexy. Can you put her in high heels? Oh, Yeah. That's that's the green M M&M and M that I know.
0: It's an abomination. It's way worse than the Sonic movie.
1: Yeah, or there's the other one where like, there's like a, a pretzel and an M M&M and M, and like the oh, idea it's like a four yeah. thing, like the pretzel eats the M. M&M. Like I want you inside me. Yeah, there's something <laughs> cool. like that. They've been sexualizing M and Ms for too uh, long,
3: and I won't stand for it. It's like they really took the sex sells statement as into like a, a business
1: practice. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare over there at Mars. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> On picture. I, I don't know though. what that was supposed to be. <laughs> we understand. the demons singing <laughs> over at
3: that company. Is that the Carmina Barrera? <laughs> da, da,
0: da, da. Yeah, that, that actually is what that was supposed to be. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about.
3: <laughs> Salsa cookies. <laughs> oh, 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 Fortuna. Yeah. Fortuna. Yeah, what did I
1: say? I don't know what you said. Oh, that, that's
0: is the name of the larger piece. Yeah. That that's from. Wow.
1: That's some opera knowledge. <laughs> I didn't realize you guys were so averse uh, <laughs> in that. So we got uh, one final segment. It's new perspectives or the viewer mail opens up to reveal to us the boundless knowledge of the human mind. And uh, no submissions this week, unfortunately. No! If you want to submit, you can uh, send an email to crentfresh at gmail.com. Hit us up on those DMs. Anything from recipes to Amazon wrestlers, products. Wrestlers and recipes. wrestling recipes. News. <laughs> advice. <laughs> matchups. Ah, <laughs> hey, you can ask us for advice. We'll give you some input. <laughs> yeah. Life um, advice. I shouldn't have laughed at you. After that. <laughs> yeah, you can follow Crent Fresh on uh, YouTube for great moments. Uh, Alex has been graciously uh, clipping them up and uploading as he sees fit.
0: Gotta got update those, but uh yeah, you can go there.
3: Might potentially see full length uh, episodes at some point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, let us
1: know if you want that or don't. So let us know if you don't want that. <laughs> let us know either way. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Manana Hammock.
2: You can follow me on Twitter at Goosebooms. You can follow me at Badminton Boys. With and, Z. and don't follow Fred. And
3: follow me on Spotify. Yeah, oh. follow Fred on Spotify.
1: Oh, we no. You are not on Spotify. That's not you. That's not you. Crent Fresh is us. Yeah. No. 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 That's We're, where they find me, though. You know. <laughs> this yeah. Is, oh, this yeah. Is, you live in the Crent Fresh. Yeah. In the atmosphere. universe. Yeah. <coughs> Fred's, Fred's an extended universe oh, character. <laughs> Fred's <laughs>
0: gone,
1: uh, just totally
0: baddie off of Sarsaparilla.
1: Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla.
2: Sarsaparilla.
1: Thank uh, you. Sars, thank you to, to Baldada for the intro and outro. Roadhouse Ruse. Thank uh, you, thank you Big, man B- Big Man Tyrone. Big Man Tyrone for the voiceover. Yeah. Um, what else? What else is there? Magnamorphos.org. Apple Music. Yes, Fred. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> if you're already listening, just keep listening. <laughs> if you
0: made it to this far in the episode, you're in like uncharted waters. Yeah, <laughs> like, you
1: make it here, you go, what the fuck? Is this some sort of podcast? <laughs> 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 you can go to magnamorphos.org to check out all the little text pieces. And uh, that's where you can also uh, get direct links and downloads to Cruntfresh. And uh, I think that's all we got for you. So have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next year. year.
3: my dirty dirt.